Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals, the podcast that allows every therapist, now tech and stylist to level up, build their career and reach for their dreams. Each episode we'll be looking at a different area of the industry and along the way I'll be chatting with salon owners, industry leaders and experts who'll be sharing their stories on how they achieved their goals, made their successes, all to inspire you in your business and career. I'm Sue Davies, your host, award-winning salon owner and industry professional. Welcome to Inspiring Salon Professionals. Hi there and welcome to this week's Inspiring Salon Professionals. Over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to be looking at websites and um, the different ways that you can create a website. With this week, we're going to look at DIY websites. And in the next episode, we're going to be looking at recruiting the services of a website designer. There's no best way to do this. And if you want to do a website yourself, there's no reason why not. I've just created my own little home salon one myself. I've done many of them over the years. But for um, my big salon I used to have, I started that on my own. And then over the years, I did use the services of, of a professional website designer um, with much better results than I could get on my own. And there is a reason for that. And we'll talk about that in the next episode. But for today, let's have a look at the fascinating world of creating your own website and look at um, how we can do that. So having a strong web presence really does play a massive, massive part in today's digital landscape. And we're going to be looking at valuable insights, tips and tricks to help empower you to design and develop your website from scratch, even if you have little to no technical background. In this episode, we're going to look at a 10 point checklist to creating a DIY salon website. And you have to remember that the website is there for so many reasons. But for so many of us that, um, that now work from home salons or a mobile, you know, you don't have a shop window um, like a traditional salon on the high street does. And so mm-hmm. website um, design is really, really important because this is where you show your wares to the world. You don't have that big glass window where you can put displays and share information to the people walking past. And so you have to view your website as that shop window. So let's begin and we'll start looking at the different points. So you really need, first of all, um, point one is defining your website's purpose. And here you're going to decide what your website is there to do. Do you want it to showcase your services? So you might have galleries of um, before and after pictures, for example. Do you want it to um, attract new customers? So for that, you might be looking more at providing information on how you can solve their problems, what kind of things you can do for them to help them in their lives and giving them pricing information. Or maybe you just want it as a convenient place for people to book your services. A website can be all and any of these. It doesn't have to be prescriptively one. It can be all of these. And at different points, my websites for my salon have included all of these features. But it's a good starting point when you're first building a salon is to to prioritise, especially if you're doing it yourself, what is it you want? Those pages that you create tell your potential client or your existing client what it is you expect them to do once they've seen those pages. And if it's for them to book, if it's for them to understand, if it's for them to be able to make a decision or a choice. But as I say, all of these things can be combined to make um, an all round everything website. The second point we're going to look at is about the website builder that you use. 
you have to have a website builder. There's no other way around it unless you unless you suddenly become really, really great at coding. Um, and there are some amazing ones out there. Um, you've got Wix and Squarespace that are ones that I've used and I would say that they're very okay and they're fairly easy to use. My current website is on Squarespace which also comes handily with a booking system within it which is pretty handy for me and I'm sure be quite handy for anybody else that's using a website to run their salon business from. Um, that is a really easy one and also you've then got things like WordPress um, and Weebly. Now Weebly I don't have any experience of but I know it's very popular. WordPress I have had quite a lot of experience on and um, um, this is a much used site um, builder that build, that website developers use as well and it has tons and tons of different plugins and things that you can put on there and it really is super super flexible however as a non-professional website builder I personally have found it um, a little bit more techy end and so if you're happy with tech then WordPress may be up your street but if you are very um, tech phobic then maybe look at something like Squarespace or Wix because they're very much click and drag and are very much easier to use, in my opinion. Um, third, we're going to look at like using a design template. Now, these are available on most website builders and it just gives you kind of, it means you don't have to build your website from scratch. So they'll have um, templates for things like cafes or for salons, potentially. They'll also have them for like engineering companies and all different types of different sectors within the business world and they really really help just to sort of align with what it is that you want you know like my one um was in completely different colors but you can you can go and find a design and a template that you like that kind of fits with your branding and then you can go in and change it to your color schemes and so looking at that kind of thing is really really important making sure that you choose a visually appealing template that really really does work with the aesthetics of what it is that you're trying to sell and how you want to sell it and this kind of thing is like is something that usually if you have if you're using a web developer this is what they do for you so this is an opportunity for you to get really down into the nitty-gritty of what it is you want to put out to your world and this is like dressing your window effectively and that's probably the the best analogy for it is that when you're looking at those design templates this is your what your shop window is going to look like so that's how important it is and how important it is that you get this little bit right point four we're going to look at um, your website's contents and this is really, really important because it can be, like I said at the beginning, it can be a one page website. So literally a landing page that just connects them directly into your booking system. It can be a landing page that puts them into a place where they have to contact you to ask you more. It may just be an information page. It can be as simple as one page. It can be as complicated as 50 pages, but that's probably a little bit too heavy for most of the types of areas that we work in. We don't need to have that many pages. So look at the content. You need a home page that just or your about page. Home and about for our kind of industry kind of work pretty well together. You know, it's your opportunity to tell your story and tell the person that's viewing your website who you are and basically what you do and most importantly what you can do for them this is where you can start putting those seeds of the solutions that you offer and just how you can help them what problems you can solve for them 
This is like, this is your real, alongside that template, the words and the content that you put on this page will be the deal maker or breaker for so many people. That first page they land on needs to tell them everything that they need to know to make the decision whether to use you or the salon next on the list on Google. Because let's face it, this is, you know, we this is the the high street of salons is, you know, they're going to put a search in for beauty salon in Leeds, say, and there's going to come up with maybe 30 different options, maybe more. And you firstly want your website at the top of that. Um, but you have to view that as like a high street of beauty salons. And you need to have something that makes them click through into your website and makes them want to be in your rooms and in your life. That's what all of this is about. You could have a page of services, you can have a page for your online booking system, and then you can have a gallery, you can have a contact page with all of your information on. Some of these we're gonna come back to uh, momentarily. But also one really, really important thing and something that works really, really well with optimization and Google rankings and stuff is having a blog. So do think about having a blog because here you can highlight services, highlight members of staff, highlight career highs, highlight media um, activity that you have. There is a, a blog is there for you to tell the public about the life in your salon and everything about you. And using a blog effectively can really, really raise your rankings on Google. If you're going to put pricing on, you might wanna consider doing this on the same page as services. But if not, you can just have a price list area. You can have a price list as a downloadable PDF. Um, and that's quite a good way of doing things too, because that means that, that if they download it onto their computer or onto their phone, they've got that there as a permanent touch point. And, um, and remember that everything about a website is about creating touch points and understanding that those touch points build up and build up and build up and they just increase that no like trustability. And this is why websites are so important because they really help develop that relationship with your existing clients, but also with potential clients. You'll also, when you're creating these pages, you will have options as to where to place your navigation bar and how to list the different pages of the website. So have a bit of a play about with that and just see how it works with the template that you've chosen because you can't say one size fits all for this because it really does vary on just everything that you're putting onto those website pages. So now at point five, we're going to take a bit of a deeper dive into your services pages and just look at um, having a dedicated page that showcases the services that you offer. And always think about the fact that you are trying to solve people's problems. You know, you can sit till the cows come home talking about, I do this and I do that, and this is a service that we offer. But what you need to do is to flip it on its head and think about what the client is going to gain from that service. So when you're talking about your services, you know, I know on my website, I've got a section that is about, you know, if you're having problems with this, then have that. And this is where your services page can come into its own because you can, you know, pick out a few key highlight treatments um, or services that you offer that, that make that person go, oh my God, yeah, I've got that problem. For example... The website of the hairdressers that I now go to, because I've moved away from um, my previous hairdressers and from my sister who's cut my hair from when I was a teenager, I needed to find someone that A, was a, a professional salon that, that 
told the, the right story for me. And I also needed to find someone that could work with curl. And having gone around, I'd sort of, I did search and I did like, you know, hair salon in my local town. And so obviously everything within like a five mile radius came up, 10 mile radius came up. So I spent a, a while going through all of their websites. And for some, there was an immediate like, nope, 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 because their, their websites were either non-existent or atrocious. Um, and so I, I narrowed it down. And then as I was going through the website and going through the services pages and treatment um, options and so on, the salon I'm now going to actually run, a they have a treatment called the Curl Clinic. And for me, that's just like, you're solving my problem. I've got really curly hair. Um, and that spoke to me at such a deep level <laughs> because I don't trust anybody to cut my hair. And having then gone deeper into the website and looked at the products that they use, they happen to use um, the sister company of the skincare brand that I used to have in my salon. And so I align with them on so many different levels. And yeah, they're probably like the most expensive salon in town, but they have got a wide range of staff. I've tried two different hairdressers. I've stuck with one. They really are a fantastic hairdressers. And, you know, I was funny enough, I was in there this morning and was chatting with my hairdresser and I'll go to the counter. The salon manager's there. She's chatting with me as well. And she always interacts and she's she's a fantastic salon manager. She always interacts with the customers and makes sure that she's, you know, part of that conversation as well. And it's, it's a good place to go. They've all been and they make a point of telling you when the last one of them went off and did their curl training because they they clearly understand that there's an issue out there for us people with curly hair um, that we that we just don't get understood. And so now I've got a really great relationship with a really lovely young hairdresser who she's she's just I just absolutely love her. And she's really, really great for what I want like this morning she and she just cuts around like she just knows what I want and that's sorry I'm digressing but that's really what that website page and all those services pages need to tell you is you want to connect with your clients the way that the hairdressers that I go to connected with me and they also have you know they have a cut clinic or a restyle clinic they have a color clinic and all of these ideas I mean I have to say I've slightly borrowed the whole clinic idea because I think it's just such an amazing way of connecting to a client and just making those clients understand that you know what they're going through you know the problems that they've got and you know and making those connections is how you're going to grow and make your business reap benefits that's what you want really importantly as well with this section about services is if you're going to use images make sure they're your images make sure that they are quality that the backgrounds and what's you know that there's not dirty towels sitting in the background that you know you haven't got all of your work tools all sat there or dust on the table if you're doing a nail photo if you're doing um, any kind of um, photo of the face and they've had a disposable headband or mob cap on, do they really need that on for the photograph? Um, you know, we take photos of our clients in some really vulnerable positions. And, and sometimes, you know, yes, you want that immediate glow afterwards if you're doing facials. But sometimes it might be nicer to see the clients sitting up with their eyes open and smiling and being happy. Um, you know, not every photo has to be of them laid down on the couch um, with a mob cap on. You know, think about how 
you are going to portray that client because if I'm a client looking at that and that's on the internet and don't forget also if you are using client photos make sure you've got a disclaimer from them that you're they're okay for you to put that online um but if you are using those photos you know wouldn't you rather see a client who's got their hair down and they look amazing rather than seeing someone who's like laid down on the couch and you know can't really do anything about having their photo taken just think about how you are using those images to market your business and build that no like trust. If you've got a photo that doesn't look that complimentary of a client, it may put the next client off coming in because they may not want their photo put on the internet in that way. And obviously every client can say no, but think about those things. Next point six, we're going to look at online booking systems very briefly, and I'm not going to go into this um, in too big a way because there are so many different booking systems out there and all of them have their own benefits. Some of them are more costly than others. Some of them are free. Some of them come with um, point of sale equipment and so on. Others don't. Over the years, I have seen so many different um, recommendations and queries on what the best online booking system is for my business and ultimately every business is an individual business and you really really just have to go with what works for you. Um, I currently am using um, Acuity from Squarespace which is part of my website and it's it's okay it, it does the job that it's there to do. Um, I have to say clients are finding it a little bit tricky but this is new and, you know, and I think probably locally I'm one of the few that seems to have an online booking system. So it isn't something people are used to. So I'm just going to kind of see how that goes. Previously, I've used Avatu and absolutely loved Avatu. I've also had experience of Fresher and that was perfectly fine too. I, I have to say I used it as a solo therapist because I just needed something. I wanted something free because I knew I was only going to be using something very short term whilst I was um, after I'd sold my salon and before I moved so I just used that because it was free and the free version of it is perfectly fine does what it says on the tin and um, it's quite easy and quite simple to use I would also say on the being on the other end of it as a customer um, Forest is a great system for customers but I know that can be very pricey um, and I'm just trying to think the one that my um, salon I go to now is using they've just changed I can't remember who they're with um but it's quite simple to use um and they're all very very they're all very samey at the end of the day they are a, di a booking diary that's what they are they all do very similar things but what you need to consider as a business owner is what the back end does and what the reporting is and how that works for you and if you have a professional salon something like Forest of Artu, um, Timely all of those big guns that are out there their reporting systems are fantastic and you and then it just comes down to what kind of reports you want so go if you're going to have an online booking system just go and do the research um, and do your due diligence as to what is going to suit you and your business and your clients. Just finishing on the booking systems, all of them should come with plugins or widgets that can connect into nearly every type of um, system that you're going to go to. So if you go with WordPress, if you go with um, Wix or with Squarespace, whoever, all of them will be able to provide you with effectively it's like a key to the online booking system that plugs into your website so that you can have a page for online bookings and that's how that works.
You could also, as one of your pages um, on point seven, you could have a testimonials page because this is another important area for building know, like and trust. Um, you will hear me bang on about those words a lot. It is one of the most important things that we can do in our marketing is to get people to know us and to get people to like us and get people to trust us. If they trust us, they book with us and they give us money. And that's the most important thing when you run a business. So testimonials, you know, I used to... Um, use especially if I was entering awards and stuff whether whether with the award system needed them or not I would quite often just explain to my clients you know start building up that excitement oh we're doing an award um and we need some testimonials it's a, people then feel it, it makes people feel involved and it makes them feel like they're part of something if you're asking them for their opinion of you it just makes them feel like their opinion is important. So ask for testimonials. These testimonials can be different to a review um, because testimonial can be quite long, maybe. It doesn't have to be, but it can be quite long. And um, and it speaks from experience of having um, time with that business. Whereas for me, a review, especially if it's a review following a service, you know, you're just reviewing how that service was. But if you want a testimonial of your business, that's quite a different thing for me anyway. So ask your clients to give you, you know, just say, I'm just trying to do a rebrand on, um, I'm going to build a website and I'd really love, you know, you've been with me for four years or you've been with me for two years. Um, I'd really love it if you could just, you know, write down a few lines about why you come back, about what it is you love about coming and what, what it is I've done for you. How, how different do I make you feel? All of those things. And then when, if you have a testimonials page, you can, obviously you need their permission to use their name. And we when we used to do testimonials, we'd quite often just use people's first name and then an initial. Um, so like for me, it'd be Sue D. But that's kind of how we did it. You can just use initials or you can just say happy client, you know, whatever you want. But if you are going to use any part of their name and you could have an image of them if they choose to allow you to do that, um, because obviously that then creates more of that no like trust thing because there's a genuine person there so but if you are using any images any names make sure you have permission and make sure it's a written permission a disclaimer that uh, you can get these kinds of things online um, or make one up yourself just to say that you're that they are happy for you to use that image for and you need to also think about how long you're going to want to use that image for because it might be for eternity um, or it might be for a month but you need their permission to use that in perpetuity is the word I'm looking for now point eight we're going to come back to um, the gallery page and this is really really important to add to the story that you've told them all of the imagery on the website is in addition to the word content that you put on page one on your home or your about page because images tell a story to some people far more than words ever can and for me I know I really like to see what the salon looks like and so gallery is not there necessarily just to do before and after pictures um, or results pictures it is also there to show people what it's like on the inside because especially if you don't have a shop window they don't know what it looks like on the inside and where I've just been um, launching my home salon again. You know, I've taken multiple images inside my salon from lots of different angles, um, close-ups on some parts, um, what tried to get wide angle. I mean, it's only a room, but it's, it's, you know, sometimes it can be quite difficult to get a good angle on um, a smaller room. But those photos I have put across my social media 
because it tells the story about what they're going to feel when they walk in, what the colours look like, what the bed looks like, what the nail desk looks like, what my waxing station looks like, what my skincare looks like. It tells them a story. You know, I've got, um, I haven't put all of my certificates up on the wall because I don't think I'd actually have room because there's quite a lot after so many years in the industry. But um, I've put up my most meaningful certificates. And so that's all my le- all my level twos and threes and my professional um, memberships and my insurance and some of the um, the key treatments that I use, I've put the certificates up for those so that it gives people confidence in I do know what I'm doing and I have got qualifications. Again, these things all build no like trust. And it's really, really important. In my old salon, I didn't have them because, you know, obviously there was a team of us. And if we all put all of our certificates up, you wouldn't have any wall space left. So, you re- so there we used to have a portfolio where everyone kept their certificates and it was available for people to view but in something like this you know getting your certificates out and actually showing photographs of your key of your key qualifications you know in today's age it can make so much difference and just to give the consumer that confidence that they are going somewhere that they're going to be able to trust that those people understand what they're talking about and know how to perform those treatments to a high level of course whether it's a high enough level is always up for debate um but for the consumer it just it just starts that journey for them and we can have our own discussion about the rights and wrongs of whatever kind of qualifications we've all got but getting back to what a website is going to do for you having images and a variety of them of the inside of your salon maybe even the outside of your salon um and your qualifications and some client images as well but as i say with all images make sure you have permission to use them make sure they are professional quality and that they aren't blurred or a funny angle or anything like that just make sure that they are the best possible photo that you are proud to put on your website finally and in this kind of section of pages is the contact page and This usually does come fairly towards the bottom of everybody's lists because you want all of that really vital, all of that really important selling information to be there first and contact information. It shouldn't be really an afterthought, but it's just it isn't the highest priority. People need to go through all of that stuff before they contact you. So on the contact page, make sure you have up to date and clear information about your opening hours. If you always open on a bank holiday, put on there that we always open on a bank holiday. If you don't open on a bank holiday, put that you never open on a bank holiday. This is your opportunity to kind of lay down your ground rules. And also one thing to consider as well is that you can on most websites put a footer and it might be worth just having that footer to have your main contact point and your socials on there as well and put that on every page of the website so no matter where they are in that journey they can pick up the phone they can send you a text they can um, send you a dm on your instagram whatever way you want them to contact you but you know you can put that contact information on every page as well also consider on this contact page also consider having um, a contact form so that if people want to send you an inquiry if it's like 11 o'clock on a Sunday night and someone's flicking through your website it might be they just want to inquire if they can book their holiday nows or if you take wedding clients or along those lines that kind of inquiry and just all you need is a contact form these will be available on all of the website builders with just their name their contact information and what their inquiry is and that can go on your contact page too. The last thing we're going to look at is 
um, optimizing for search engines or SEO as it's called. You've probably seen this phrase popping up all over the place and this is um, basically search engine optimization and it means that your website or even your social media is um, optimized for search engines to pick up those keywords and phrases that you use throughout your website and any of the other online areas that you have a presence. It's well worth having a look at SEO and Google actually do um, online courses. They've got a Google University, I think it's called, um, where you can go and learn about a lot of this stuff all free of charge. And there you can find out how SEO can help your website visibility within the search engine results and how to use keywords using meta tags and how to create unique page titles and that kind of thing. You know, if you are a salon that specializes in um, anti-aging skincare, making sure you've got words like that used throughout your website and in the back end of your website will help you just be located. When someone puts in, I want an anti-aging facial in Leeds, then your salon is going to come up in a higher position than someone that just has facials. And that's the only thing that they talk about. So all of those keywords and meta tags are really, really important. Also do whatever you can to ensure that your website loads quickly. And this will be something that the website builders will be able to help you with. Um, this is not my area of expertise. If I need this kind of thing doing, I go to a professional to help do it because it's not my skill base. So this is another key important bit of information. If you really don't know how to do it, find someone who does and pay them to do it because it will pay dividends in the end. So that kind of brings us to the end of do-it-yourself website. And I really, really hope that it's given you a little bit of an insight into what is important. But the final um, thing that's not really on the checklist, but is an important thing is to make sure that you keep your website updated. So if you change um, team members, if you change product companies, if you change what the salon looks like, if you do anything that changes, then update your website. The amount of times I go onto websites and they've got information is so out of date and it isn't professional. You know, this is your shop window. You wouldn't walk down a high street and expect to see, um, you know, a price list in the window. You know, we're in 2023 and you wouldn't expect to walk down a high street and see shops of information that was 10 years out of date or four years out of date or six months out of date if it was very time sensitive. You know, if you've got offers up on your website, make sure they're current. You know, we always, and when I have my, um, hog back to the days of when I had a salon again, but when I have my salon, you know, that website was updated. Every time we updated an offer or, you know, a treatment type, anything like that, that was changed and it was changed immediately because you do not want that information being out there. And because, you know, firstly, if you've got an, a time sensitive piece of information on your website that is, I don't know, say for the month of May, we're going to do May Madness and it's going to be, you know, you can have all these treatments with all these added bonuses to it but it's only available to the 31st of May. If someone goes onto your website in August and that is still there, it really doesn't say very much about your business other than you really are not on the ball. And we really, really need to watch that kind of thing within our businesses. You wouldn't leave, if it was your shop window and you were on a high street, you would not leave that sign up on the window. So you have to view 
your website as a shop window and make sure that everything you have on there is up to date and current and is of the best quality that you can possibly create. And don't forget, once you have created your wonderful website, make sure that you put links to it on all of your social media. In, on Instagram, make sure that you've got something like Linktree so that you can put, you know, you can even link to the different pages of your website if you've got Linktree. Um, and just utilize it as much as possible. Websites can do wonderful things for businesses. And if you are one of the few people out there that really believe websites have no place in the modern world, it's time to wake up and smell the coffee because believe me, they still have massive, massive impact. And and if you use them well and in alignment with your social media and with your business presence on Google, all of that combination can just make you the local standout business because it shows that you are looking after your business online and that is where people go to search. And don't forget, when people pick their phones up, people open their laptops up, people pick up their tablets, they open up that browser, whether it be Google, Safari, Internet Explorer, whichever browser of choice you use, um, they're going to go to that search field and they're going to type in, find a salon near me that does X, Y and Z. And if you do not have a website, you are less likely to get that click through. Yes, if you've got a high ranking on your um, business on Google, you may get clicked. But when they click through and then there's no website and then there's no proper information on Google My Business, you've lost that booking. So a website is still fundamental. And as I say, it only needs to be one page. All it needs is a landing page to hook them and give them some information about who you are, what you are, what you do and how you can help them. That's all it needs to be. So that's it for DIY websites. And next week, we're going to be talking about using the services of a professional website developer um, and how that can work for you and how that can be of benefit to your business. So that's it from me and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Inspiring Salon Professionals. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share with fellow industry professionals that you think may enjoy the show. Links and further information can be found on the show notes or on my website, www.suedavies.org. Here you can also find some downloadable free guides that you may find of use. You can also hear from me and join the inspiring Salon Professionals community on my Facebook group. Thanks again and see you next time. Bye for now.